Activate Academy. Good day, everyone. And if you are joining us on today's episode on a podcast, we're talking about how to build a credit history. Uh, we are joined by uh, Mr. Benay Sega. Uh, sir, good day. And how are you? Thank you, Shadrach. I'm well. And hope uh, the same for all our listeners. Yes, sir. So the conversation is just around building a credit history. Um, but firstly, can you just give your introduction and your knowledge on just, you know, credit and debt in general? Sure. I've been involved with the um, uh, financial services industry, uh, particularly in debt counseling over the last eight years. Um, I, uh, I, I, am, I, I run a, a company called Debtbusters, uh, but I think we're speaking to your um your listeners today under the umbrella of National Debt Counseling Association. Um, and there, my role is the chairperson. Um, so for the past eight years, I have been involved in essentially reviewing and restructuring consumers' debts and looking across all the spectrums, giving financial advice and making sure that they get on sound footing. So just to start at the beginning, what what is credit when we're talking about in terms of building a credit uh, history in the hope of purchasing stuff in the future? Yeah, this is an interesting question. I mean, credit is um, the opposite side of debt. Uh, credit is a good word. Uh, it's essentially like, uh, you know, when you want to buy something and you don't have money to buy it, uh, you get credit. And what that means is it's almost like an IOU. Today, uh, you are granted a particular set of money with the hope that in the future you will pay it back with interest, and that's credit. And it's a concept that's been around for thousands of years. It's not anything new. In the past, people would probably uh, do it in the bartering system, you know, exchanging goods and services. These days, we do it for money. And, um, you know, the concept of credit in South Africa, again, is not new, but it's really been formalized over the last 15 years with the National Credit Act which uh, in its core is essentially trying to give access to particularly previously disadvantaged individuals uh, fair and equitable access to credit for the purpose of them building better futures. Um, And I think that's probably where our discussion will lead us in terms of some of the questions you will have. So now how does one go about um, building a, a credit history so that they can be able to I guess, purchase things? And what what are these things that people look to purchase that require for you to have a good credit history? Yeah, so uh, I think that there are different types of credit. Um, There is credit that you buy uh, if you want to buy a house. It's called a bond. There's credit if you want to buy a car called vehicle finance. There's credit cards where you're essentially um, borrowing against a particular amount of money and paying it back on a regular basis. There are personal loans. There are retail uh, accounts where, you know, from a retail store, they'll give you a certain amount of money to spend in exchange for you to pay it back with interest. Um, so there are different types. Um, in, the, in the core of it, how, how it works is for every adult in South Africa who turns 18, um, th- there's scoring that takes place by credit bureaus. So credit bureaus keep track of um, all the adults in the, in the country. And essentially, you get what's known as a credit history. 
Um, and that is pulled from reporting from all these different uh, creditors. So every month, uh, the different retailers, different banks, the different uh, cell phone companies, anyone you have an account with um, or you have history with, they will report. And in that reporting, they will say, what is your balance? Uh, if you opened a new account, how long you've been paying, whether you're up to date, all of that information gets channeled to all the credit bureaus. And over, over the course of time, uh, a, bit, a credit history gets built on you as an individual. And every single adult in South Africa has the same thing. There are about 30 million adults with credit histories in the country. And every single one of us uh, within that have been credit active. What does that mean? It means at some point we either try to get a cell phone contract or we try to open uh, a, a store account or we wanted to borrow money or we had a, a, some other bank account, which makes us credit active. And that's how you build credit history. Most, most likely, most consumers would start with building a retail store account. Um, that's generally seen or uh, taking out a cell phone contract uh, for the first time. Uh, and that's how you build your history. And if you have an insurance product, you will also have a bit of a credit history. Let's say you have insurance for, uh, for your house or for your cell phone. And uh, over time, as you add more products, as you buy uh, more things on credit or open more accounts, then it builds into your credit history. And that's how we build this over time. And then at what point do, does one, I guess, get a, what they would call a negative credit history where uh, you are not allowed maybe to take out that bond because they tell you your credit history is in shambles, for lack of a better word? Yeah. Shadrach, this is a, a very important question because I think uh, we have a unique opportunity to make sure people don't end up with credit uh, that is negative. So a credit score, every single individual in South Africa, as we said, we have every single adult, would have a, a credit history. They also have a credit score. And this is a score that each company has um, you know, given you based on a number of factors and generally ranges between 400 to 800, depending on which company score you look at. Um, it's slightly different. There are about six major credit bureaus that have scores on individuals. How this score is calculated, it's calculated every month, and it depends on a number of factors. It depends on how up-to-date you are with your payments. If you're fully up-to-date, that's a positive thing. If you fall into arrears, that's a negative thing. It depends on how many accounts you have. If you have a lot of accounts that are varied and different type, that might count for you. If you don't have a lot of accounts, that might count against you, which is a bit of a, uh, it's a perverse sort of incentive. It depends on if you have a, if you have a, a sort of a bond, it depends on, uh, you know, how, how up to date you are with that bond or how long have you had it. It depends on the length of your credit history. Let's say if you, if you are 35 years old and you've had an account since the age of 18, so you've got a 17-year history versus someone who uh, is 35 and only had one year of history, um, that will count differently, you know, when it comes to the calculation of the credit score. If you have a credit card, um, how much of that credit card do you use every month? Uh, if you have a store card, how much of that store card or account do you use every month and how much of it do you pay back? Those are all the factors that are built into. There are about four or five different ways, uh, different things that are used as input um, that gets calculated your credit uh, score every month. So what makes it negative or let's say higher risk in this case um, for, for an individual is if you fall behind on your payments, if you particularly have arrears, 
if you borrowed money and you didn't um, sort of uh, pay it back, uh, if you have a judgment against you for a debt in the past that you failed to settle, these are the types of things um, that would normally count against you. If you are opening accounts and paying on time and paying regularly and paying full amounts, then your credit history is is positive, and then you look as as a favorable when it comes to being lent uh, lending products. So the way to avoid the number one we can thing we can do to avoid um, having a negative credit uh, score, uh, if I can call it that, is to make sure we're up to date on payments. That is the single biggest driver. Awesome. It seems like this credit conversation is one very important. Are there people who are sort of I guess where it does not really, um, it doesn't really affect them or is it a thing of once you're an adult over the age of 18, whether you win the lottery today or you are very rich or you're very poor or you're middle class, the aspect of credit is going to affect your life one way or another. Absolutely. That is, I think that is the, an important message to pass along to all the listeners. We are, whether we like it or not, we are all credit active as adults anyway. And the reality is that um, with, a, with a few exceptions who may be born extremely wealthy and have enough money to buy a house outright, um, <laughs> um, with a few exceptions of those individuals, Every single one of us needs, at, at some point, we will need credit to buy something that we don't have enough money for on that particular day. Whether that's a car or it's a house, or maybe it's a personal loan to pay for a kid's education or for our education, there will come a time for every single one of us where we will need to borrow some money. And I think that's the way to understand it. So keeping a credit history that's up to date, that's that's um, you know positive, it's actually really important for every single one of us. Um, it's critical because it helps us, uh, you know, from a future cost of managing. If you want to borrow, if you are not, uh, if your credit history isn't great, then it's going to cost you more money. You're going to have to pay higher interest rates. And what we see is in South Africa, interest rates are already, when it comes to unsecured lending, it's already quite high, with uh, and and compared to many of the countries in the world. Um, and the one thing that is within your control is to pay back the amount that you borrow on a regular basis so that you make sure that amount doesn't become even more expensive for you. So you're quite right that this is something that just like having a cell phone um, that is considered as a necessity for every adult, it's like that. Credit history and credit record is also a necessity. And whether we like it or not, it's there. So I think it's up to us as consumers to make sure that it is up to date, to the best of our abilities. Now, based on your um, vast years of experience, um, are you, have you picked up any sort of misconception or misinformation that uh, the public hold when it comes to just the whole idea of having credit or having a credit history? Uh, I don't believe there's a negative connotation with credit history or credit, but I think there's definitely lack of uh, knowledge about how it works, which is why we're having this conversation to begin with. Um, and I think where we need to make sure we're all up to date is as consumers, we are allowed once a year at least to have a free credit report. And these days there are a lot of free online services where you can sign up to to get your credit report for free every month. And I would encourage our, our listeners to look for those. Be on top of your credit. Know what your credit history says. Uh, to give an example, um, one of my colleagues um, 
he monitors his credit report every month and he picked up one month that there were two cell phone accounts uh, that he didn't recognize that were opened. And it turns out there was an identity theft. Uh, they stole his identity and they used, uh, they impersonated him and were able to open cell phone accounts. And this is another reason why we need to be on top of this. There's a lot of stuff that goes on out there, especially in cyberspace. We've got to be extremely careful. Anytime you use, um, you know, your bank card, anytime you draw money from an ATM, anytime you use SASA cards, anytime you use an online payment, somebody may be uh, trying to steal your information and your personal information. And we've got to be extremely aware that another side of building a good credit report record is also being on top of your identity and making sure you're monitoring what are the accounts that you have against your name and all of that. So I think it's extremely important. There is no negative connotation, I think, when it comes to credit. I think South Africans understand the concept of credit well, but when it comes to actually our willingness and ability to monitor, I think we're really far behind. Uh, less than less than 10% of adults in South Africa have ever looked at their credit record, if you, if you can believe that. Um, th that's a really small number, and we really should be pushing that number to something like 80, 90%, not 10%. We need to be much more aware of our credit uh, record ourselves and make sure that whatever is on there, um, that lenders are looking at, that we're also looking at it at the same time. So, for example, if I did... Um... No, about 10 to 12 years ago, I had a good credit score. Then I don't basically uh, do anything from 2011 onwards. Would it still reflect that I've got a good credit score? Or is it, um, do they base it like you, when you're applying for a, a house and they say, want to see your three-month bank statement just to see? Yeah, I think uh, what 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 you're asking about is something that's known as in in credit circles as recency. Um, how recent, how recently active um, you've been? Essentially, that's where the word comes from, and it is an important consideration. Those who are more active generally. There's more information on them. It's easier to kind of get a feel. If you haven't used any credit products in the last 10 years, it's going to be pretty difficult, I think, for an institution to decide, okay, how is Shadrach? Is he a good payer? Is he a bad payer? Should we lend them money? What kind of interest rate should we give them? But that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean, I just want to be clear, that you should go out and get credit products just because it's fun. I think you should get the necessary products that you need for your particular needs in the, at that particular time. But uh, definitely one of the inputs into calculation of the credit score is definitely this concept of recency. So if you haven't been terribly active, that might count against you. But I think if you haven't had the need to use credit products, and that, that means you've done very well, you know, you were able to manage your cash on your own. So I think it comes with both sides. Um, we shouldn't be more active than we need to. In other words, we shouldn't be borrowing money that we, we're not going to have use for. We should only be borrowing money when we have a particular use for it in the near future. And so are they uh, particular now, speaking of um, accounts, you've mentioned borrowing money, uh, you've mentioned doing a closing account. Are there other uh, accounts that people get in that they may be thinking that this is going to be part of my credit history and it's not for example like uh, i want to start a gym membership just so i can get my you know credit history looking good would that be a valid 
thing to engage in? Um, I think gym memberships are are, are not considered as credit if you unless you start defaulting. So it's not a bad idea because uh, you know if if you do firstly if you need the gym membership. Um, you know, especially these days, I think a lot of us are sitting at home with um, <laughs> with the pandemic, so we probably all need a bit of activity. But suppose you get it; it's it's um, it may appear on credit reports. I think it depends on uh, on the company. Um, but it, it it if you're paying on time, normally it wouldn't appear. It only appears uh, if you start defaulting. That it becomes uh, what's known as incidental credit, meaning. It wasn't intended to be credit in the first place, but it became credit because you didn't pay on time. Um, so, you know, I think, you know, if you are thinking about building a credit history for yourself, um, my, my suggestion would be to start with an insurance product. Um, start with something. And insurance is never a bad idea. I mean, depending on what you're insuring, start with something so, small. Maybe if you've got a cell phone and you want to insure, you can spend a few hundred uh, rand per month. That's a good way of starting to build a history for yourself because insurance products also get added. And that also shows that generally people with insurance products are considered to be lower risk when it comes to credit products because it shows that you're a responsible individual, that you understand the risks and you're kind of insuring against it. So that would be my advice to individuals if you have to start somewhere. I think store accounts, if you need them, if you believe that you will use them without overextending yourself, it's not a bad idea. Also, um, but yeah, like we said, I think we should take out products that are of need to you, not because they sound good. It seems like sort of the credit, if I can say climate, remains constant. Is there any changes usually that happen that the public would be, that maybe in the last 10 years there's been a particular change? Because, you know, we always systems are always advancing and improving. Or are things just uh, merely been constant and it's just about starting and maintaining a good uh, credit. Yeah, Shadrach, I think in the credit world, everything changes every day. <laughs> there are more and more pieces of information available on consumers' use. I, I think perhaps the biggest thing that's happened over the last 10 years is the availability of or more sort of pay points uh, on your phone. Um, let's say uh, tools like Zapper, Snapscan, things like that also access your accounts. And, and that is also, it's become much more widely available to, to consumers and also to credit bureaus, you know, in terms of seeing your payment behavior and so on. Um, and as a result of that, um, uh, you know, there's a lot more information that's shared. The second biggest thing is probably the use of apps um, on cell phones, again, uh, a lot of consumers use apps to access their credit records, but also other payment-related stuff. A lot of us use apps on our phone for banking, um, transferring money, receiving money, uh, paying for things, all of that. And all of that information, it just creates a lot more rich data set for credit bureaus. So I think as a result, um, the decisions that might have taken a bit longer in terms of deciding how much are we going to give you if you're applying for credit, how much are we going to give you at what interest rate, that would have taken, let's say, days. Those decisions are generally made within seconds now, very quickly, because there's so much more information available about you, about you as a consumer. And I think it is an ever-changing world. You know, you can get much more quickly. You know, these days, um, uh, let's say, uh, from competing banks or so on. You can, if you're applying for a bond, you can get an answer within a day. You know, kind of know what you're up against. Whereas in the past. It would probably take several days, if not weeks. You know, it would take a long time, and I think that's 
get to do with the biggest change, which I see is the availability and richness of data when it comes to consumers. Okay. Thank you very much. This is actually quite informative. A lot of these things I didn't know about, and I'm sure quite a, a great amount of the public are not aware. So you said you are allowed once a year to take a look at your, what do you call this, to find out what's your credit. What are some of these, um, I guess, organizations or platforms where you can actually go and find out information about you personally? Yeah, you, you're allowed to see your credit report as often as you would like, but you definitely allow the free version of it at least once a year. And and I think, uh, you know, you can go to any of the major credit bureaus like um, uh, CompuScan or TransUnion or XDS or uh, Consumer Profile Bureau, or you can also use online uh, on, online uh, versions such as ClearScore, which you may have come across, uh, you know, in, in terms of TV ads. And there, actually, you get your um, I get access to your credit report every month for free. So I think the point I was trying to make is sometimes people shy away from getting their credit report because they don't know how much it's going to cost and all of that. But as a consumer, you are allowed to have it at a free version at least once a year. So, and these days with the online tools, I mean, you can access free versions pretty much every month. So I think it's, 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 I think, I, I think it's a great monitoring tool also for, like we said, for making sure information about you is accurate and nobody's trying to steal your identity and doing bad things or, you know, all of that. So I think it's, it's quite good to be able to access. Those are some of the ways that people can access some of the resources. Thank you very much, sir. Um, just in parting, so what advice would you give a young person starting, you know, just left school or still in school, they want to build a credit history. What are some of the things they can look at, some of the things to avoid? Yeah. Well, my advice would be um, uh, maybe a, a few things. One is um, we all work within a budget. So know what your budget is, um, whether you are a student uh, and you know, you're getting money from, from the government or whether you are uh, getting money from your parents or whether you just started working and you're excited about your first paycheck, um, that money is going to come in. Know what the real money is. Um, you know, if your first salary is going to be 5,000 rand or 3,000 rand, uh, don't go and spend something for 10,000 rand uh, because, you know, that's not what you're going to have. So make sure you know your budget. That would be the first piece of advice. Secondly, uh, build a range of sort of um, insurance and assurance products for yourself. Um, often we talk about like making sure something goes bad, that you have a bit of a pot of money somewhere. So build a small savings account, put away whatever you can, even if it's five rand, 10 rand, 20 rand, it doesn't matter. Um, put something away because there will come a day where you will need to access that uh, product yourself. And these days, there's really good, uh, as you know, um, the government has uh, allowed for tax-free savings accounts, meaning you put money away in that account uh, and then it, uh, whatever you earn is tax-free. Uh, you know, th that those are kind of nice things to have. Um, also, from an insurance perspective, make sure that if you do have expensive devices or a car or a cell phone, that you are adequately insured against, against them. If you can afford it, um, get a hospital plan, for your own health, because our health is probably something we often overlook, but it is important to make sure we have some insurance against things that might happen to us. Um, and so I think building this, um, starting small, but building 
putting away some money that will help you with some of the savings and, and assurance and insurance products. I think it's extremely important. Um, start putting away money if you can for a retirement annuity for an RA um, and, you know, ask your employer about the benefits they might have and all of that. That would be my advice to so start planning for your sort of um, older years early on, especially when you're young. I started really late. Um, and, and, you know, I, I started working in my in my late 20s, early 30s. Um, so, but personally, I have a lot to catch up on. But for those of us who are starting young, uh, you know, 21, 22, maybe 25, start doing these things in a small amount. There's some excellent sort of pieces of advice. I think South Africa has a range of excellent financial journalists. Uh, you can choose from a range of them. Um, listen to them. They give great advice. They generally talk about great products. That would be my advice. Start small, but uh, start now. So thank you very much. Thank you, Shadrach, for having me on. Activate Academy.